Hi, welcome to Google, Am I Dying? A podcast that believes no passing thought is too banal to type into a search bar. I'm Chloe. And I'm Rachel. And each episode, we take a deep dive into each other's browser search history and ask the question, but why? If we can justify our search, we get a point. If it wasn't worth the effort, then just no. Whoever has the most points at the end wins literally nothing. Let's dive in. Hi, Rachel. Hey, how are you doing? I'm all right, thanks. How's the week been going? How's the week been going? Um, I'll be honest, today it's been all right, but I've I'm, I've woken up a little bit out of sorts today um, because, I mean, a bit of background information. Uh, myself and my partner, Ian, were supposed to relocate to Australia back in March and they closed the borders mm. uh, because of this uh, COVID business. So I've been stuck in the UK uh, just sort of existing, uh, passing the time as I can, uh, but keeping an eye on on the borders and just sort of waiting for any sort of news, you know, see what they say. Anyway, woke up this morning uh, to an article that was basically like, <laughs> yeah, dream on. Uh, nothing's going to no. happen. Yeah, it was very much like nothing's going to happen until 2021. So that was a bit rubbish. So I did what any woman does. I did a workout with Joe Wicks hoping for those sweet, sweet endorphins, <laughs> um, kind of worked. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, so that, that was a bit shit. But then I checked my bank balance and I finally got my refund for my initial flights from March. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster today, all before 10am. So yikes. Yeah. Apart from that, you know, same old, same old, but how about you? How are you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm doing better than that. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. That That's really rubbish. I yeah. mean, are you planning, you know, in 2021 to basically go now for like a vacation? Type I of think... Links rather than... Because you were going to go for a year. Yeah. Um, so I think what the plan is now, you know, because we've got a little old event called, you know, to plan called a fucking wedding, you know, for yeah. 2021 <laughs> yeah. as well. So, I mean, that, that'll be in July. Um, so I guess I'm just going to throw myself into that, maybe try and find a job in this climate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. and then hopefully, yeah, just get out there after the wedding for like a year-long honeymoon maybe or something like that. But um, Right, okay. Yeah, so it's not all bad. Well, but... I mean, it's rubbish, but I guess at least now you have a plan and there's nothing you and I like more than a plan, so. Oh, yes. I love to-do lists and plans. So to-do lists, Australia 2021. To-do list, plans, and also, drumroll please, drum roll. Google searches. Oh, love it, <laughs> live for it. The reason we're all here. Hey. So uh, for the fans, the, the clamoring fans listening to this podcast. <laughs> My fan. We started off saying we're never going to start a podcast. Podcast never. people who are like just starting up during the lockdown are so lame, uh, making fun of yeah. them. And yeah. uh, then something just switched in our brains and now we're here making a podcast. Exactly. If you can't beat them, join them. It really was born because we were sharing rubbish, weird things that we were searching with each other and having a great time. Uh thinking about and laughing about them yes uh and so we wanted to share them with you guys because you know the more the merrier exactly <laughs> so the way we've what we were doing basically is every week we narrow it down to I don't know I think I sent you about eight of my most recent searches for the week and you did the same 
and we each pick three for each other because just looking at your search, I mean, I've got so many questions. You know, the whys, <laughs> the what the fucks. <laughs> and the best part of this is that I genuinely don't remember what I sent to you. So no, I whenever don't you read I, I out, a- I'm just going to be shocked and confused in my own way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I didn't check either because... I don't know. It's, it's a journey, isn't it? Our oh, Google history. So I just, I haven't, I haven't looked. So yeah, I'll be interested to see which ones you wanted to find out more about. So the basic idea is uh, we're going to read these out. We're going to ask the other person if they can justify why they searched this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, leave it to the, I guess, the, the audience to decide the true winners. Uh, but we'll make our own judgments here. Mm-hmm. So this first one's an easy one. I'm going to throw you a softball here because I okay. think that this is actually a genuinely amazing search. Um, mm-hmm. But I only think this because I learned what it was three weeks ago. And if I didn't know what this was, I would have been like, excuse you. So, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> what is it? Simple stick and poke designs. Ah, yes. Yes. So again, in lockdown, you know, I was like, I could be a podcaster. I could be an influencer. I could be, I should write a fucking novel, right? I could do anything. Yeah. So in the midst of all this, I was like, nah, nah, nah. Tattoo artist, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, because obviously tattoo shops are shut. And I don't know about you, but every few months, I'd say, I don't want to say weeks, because it's not that big of a problem. But every few months, I just get this urge where I'm like, nah, need a new tattoo. Definitely. It's time. Um... But obviously I haven't been able to scratch that itch. So I thought, well, Instagrammers are doing it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. So I've been Googling how to uh, stick and poke. Um, so I've bought, I've bought all the bits. I've made what Ian described as a prison weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly is scary. It's basically just a sewing needle that I've rammed in like the rubber section at the end of a pencil. And uh-huh. just wrapped it with a fuck ton of um, like cotton and wire and stuff, taped it down, and um, yeah, that's that's my that's my needle. But yeah, it's it's like a it's one of the more rudimentary prison weapons um, at first glance. Um, got the ink and safety first. I got some um, you know rubbing alcohol. You know that stuff that smells amazing when they rub it on your skin in the in the oh yeah um, oh I love that in the tattoo parlors because you just feel so. So clean, so disinfected. So clean. Yes. I would honestly just rub that all over my body all the time if it wouldn't like dry my skin off and flake off of my body. Exactly. To be honest, you should probably drink it. You know, it'll probably solve all this corona business. That's what my president says anyway. Exactly. What a wise man. (laughs) Wise, wise man. Um, Yeah. So that's what I've got. And I've just been Googling like really simple designs. Because, you know, I'm under no illusion that I'm going to be like the next you know, Kat Von D type character. I know that's not going to happen. Um, but, you know, a few little simple lines. I reckon I reckon I could give it a good go. So, again, yeah. my, my long-suffering partner, Ian, has um, agreed to lend me his thighs to practice on. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've got a good one there. He's, um, well, he's already messed them up himself. Honestly, you should see the nonsense that's on those thighs. Just, you know being passed around at a party type thing um so he's not too precious about his thighs so they're mine 
I'll let you know how it goes. Might start charging, you know, if I'm really good, come around. Yeah. Oh, man. I would actually love for you to give me a stick and poke tattoo. That'd be amazing. I'll charge you a fiver. A fiver. (laughs) Amazing. What a deal, y'all. Yeah. Bargain. Bargain. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's why I've been looking that up. I think that's a legitimate Google because, you know, you've got to do it safely. So part of it was looking at the safety precautions and stuff. So the the specific search itself was for designs. Did you just settle on some that were easy to do? Yeah, I mean, actually, I've got them right in front of me. Uh, yeah, just like little silly ones like, uh, you know, your classic cupcake Ooh, design. Your classic uh, cupcake. Standard tattoo. Little, like, yeah, yeah, classic standard like little daggers uh what else have i got safety pins little matches oh, little yeah. snails oh snail for everyone here rachel sign me up i want a snail that also has a safety pin with it just because it needs one <laughs> done i can do that i can do that amazing i'll send you my flash sheets because that, that's what you know they're called in the tattooing world flash oh sheets. fancy um and as a, as a tattooist now uh I have my flash sheets, so I'll, I'll send you them. I'll, uh, yes. Brill. So, yeah, it's just, like, more for inspiration, like, little simple yeah. things. But, um, yeah, keeping it real simple because um, I've never done this before. And I'm under no illusion that they're going to be any good either. Yeah. Expectations low, and then, you know, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. If it's good, great. If it's bad. I can totally see you nice. actually training up to do, like, proper tattooing. Oh, I'd love it. I love it, honestly. I, I had this, I mean, this was my whole dream. Like when I went to, well, when I went to Australia, lol, that never happened. <laughs> um, when I was to get to Australia, my plan, my I was like, I'm going to take a year out of office work. I'm going to work mm. in a tattoo parlor. I'm going to be the receptionist. I'm going to talk people out of those infinity symbol wrist pieces. Yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, that was my plan because... I don't know. I feel like if I did it here, people would be like, why are you doing that? Like, what? But if it was in Australia, I'd be like, I'm in Australia, bitch. I can do what-. But hey, there's still time. Don't project on onto people. I feel like we'd all support you. We'd be into that. I have a huge respect for those artists. And I think you're actually a genuinely great artist as well, which people maybe don't realize, oh, but geez, you're excellent. Man. So let's make it happen. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was my other that was my other career path. I was like, I'm gonna be an artist. Um, created an Instagram and just got sent unsolicited nudes. So that's gone well. Did I tell you about that? No. <laughs> I didn't tell you about that? No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I mean, slight tangent, but I created this profile and I do draw like human form because that's the that's the classes that I was doing before lockdown. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's nude, but it's, it's, you know, arty nude is tasteful. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, well, yeah. So anyway, I was like, this is great. This is going to be brilliant. I'm going to like draw loads and people will be like, yeah, can you draw me? Like, you know, I, I've got this. So anyway, this guy or person, uh, emailed me uh, or DM'd me rather being like, Hey, um, you know, I'd love for you to, to draw my portrait. And I was like, brilliant. I can pretend that I get commissions all the time. I'll charge him like. I'll charge him some money and I'll build up a reputation. I'll be the next, you know, Picasso, whatever. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, sure. He was like, okay, I send my pictures. 
And then I just had this tirade, this wall of really aggressive nudes. Um, <laughs> not tasteful. I mean, like, aggressive nudes. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, great. So, yeah, that's what happened with that. I just, uh, I, I reported him and blocked him. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whoops. That, that, was, that was short-lived, so. Whoops. Well, it's all a learning experience, isn't it? It is. I feel wiser for it, definitely. (laughs) I mean, at least he asked, you know what I mean? It it wasn't just that he got flooded. There was some, you know, maybe it was well-intentioned. Yeah, true. It was just like, I think he said something like, I hope this is not too forward for you. Or something. All right. Like, yeah. Maybe. Maybe not so great at your... attentions. I don't know. Exactly. I was like, I'm looking at your erect penis right now. Oh, Please. that's aggressive. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That it. that was my yeah. sort of polite way. <laughs> polite way of saying it was <laughs> <Yeah>. three dimensional. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was basically coming out of my phone. It was terrifying. <laughs> I threw it at the wall. <laughs> Oh God, I've just had a horrible thought that when holograms become more in practice that we send each other, that people will start sending like hologram dick pics. I d- oh my God, I can't. I'm just not Oh my God. I, I'm honestly, I wish I was like a, th- a 28 something in the 60s, you know, where this wasn't a thing. Oh and yeah. Yeah. I just think like, so my mate, she got a series of pictures sent to her facebook from this guy from school who she's never spoken to before followed by the message oh dear that's not good and she was like (laughs) what and he was like oh sorry those were meant for someone else uh please don't open them she was like i'm gonna open one obviously yeah and you know i mean i'm sure you can imagine what it was another series of aggressive pictures yeah aggressive photos Mm -hmm. and then she was like what the hell like i've never spoken to this guy it's not an easy mistake to make it's 2 p.m in the afternoon (laughs) like i don't know so yeah not great although i did one time accidentally facebook message someone because it's (laughs) don't worry it wasn't nudes but it was like it is just a point that it is sometimes easy to accidentally message somebody totally random like it was someone i think i went to uni with and I had texted, but like, some, this is going to be way too much information for the podcast. Probably edit edit this out. But it was like, you don't don't worry, the pregnancy test is negative or something. And I sent oh. it to this random guy, and he was like, "What the fuck? Oh my god!" <laughs> but he like knew my boyfriend at the time, so he was like, "Are you, are you guys trying?" And I was like, "No, fuck." Oh off. my god, that is such. A... The thing is, as well, it had to be that message. It can't just be like the innocent like. Yeah, like, oh, can you pick this up from the shops? Yeah, exactly. It always has to be something really incriminating or personal. (laughs) Such is life. Such is life. Such Um, is life. That was a huge tangent. Um, Yeah. So I think... We'll probably edit a majority of that out. (laughs) But also, content gold. Um, Uh, It is content gold. I think I get a point for that, though. I think I get a point for that. You get a point. Thanks. I think that's worthy Googling. Cool. So one point to me. So next, I've got a Google viewers that I want to talk about because I just think it's a very specific and kind of nondescript time to be Googling it. Like, so why did you Google trash style fashion for 2011? I just think there are some very, (laughs) there are some way more obvious times. (laughs) Right. 
So first of all, I don't to this day know what trash style fashion is because I really struggled to be enlightened through my Google searching. Oh wait, is trash style fashion a thing? I thought you meant like rubbish fashion trends from 2011. Right, well no, so... Oh. Okay, so here's the context. I was <laughs> I was watching season one of Made in Chelsea, and oh, Mark Francis said, "Oh, darling, I can do anything. I can do posh. I can do bicar. I can do trash." Oh. And I was like, first of all, there's no way if you don't watch Made in Chelsea, he's like the poshest, most obsessed with upper class like fashion and everything oh, yeah. person. So like, the fact that he thinks he can do biker is ridiculous. And then he was like, he can yeah. do trash. And I was like, well, what the hell? Or I don't know how posh people say that word. Trash? No, Tra- no trash? idea. Trash. No idea. No, trash. Try. Anyway, so I was like, there's no, okay, well, first of all, what is that? You know, is it like Euro trash? Is it like, what does he mean by trash? I was like, trash fashion. And then that didn't come up with anything. So I was like, trash uh-huh. style. And I was kind of getting like what you were saying, like fashion made out of like uh, bottle caps or recycled things. Um, and I was like, well, this can't be what he means. He's not like putting like upcycling on his body. So then I was like, well, maybe no. it was a specific like slang term from when this episode was created. Therefore, I searched 2011 to see if that was like a popular thing back then. It wasn't. Okay. I have no idea to this day what that is. Oh. If someone can enlighten me in the comments, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be great because I have no clue. I-, I just thought you meant like, yeah, either literal trash like you know like lady gaga with the meat dress yeah. but out of rubbish or just like awful style trends from two just shit that, yeah because i was like well you know if you'd done like i don't know the 90s like i mean there was some serious offensive uh you know yeah acid washing yeah, yeah so much i was like that that's a legitimate search but 2011 just seemed very specific to me that's why I wanted to know. I mean, I don't think I dressed. What were you doing in 2011? Where was? So I was just finishing up uni in North Wales. Yeah. North Wales represent. And uh, I was definitely wearing trash fashion back then. Because I, this was my look, right? (laughs) I was wearing, like, this is for the Americans, like fitted JCPenney cotton t-shirts. Okay. So like the things that like four year old women wear, right? That that type of nasty okay. looking T-shirt, solid block colors. I then was pairing that with I hadn't quite understood that skinny jeans were like the way forward, so I was kind of wearing these like straight leg jeans. Ah. And then I'd wear like I'd pair that with like a fun sweater, which was usually button up. Okay. Um, or like a, a little like over a jacket or whatever, and then like lots of fun necklaces and stuff. And I thought I was like super duper cool but looking back on it i think i was like kind of early 2000s late 90s style in 2011 they're like therefore like a decade behind the world uh because i'm pretty sure that other like the fashion of the time is like probably bica <laughs> like you know like oh leather God. and like cool skinny jeans and like cool rock star look or the alternative was like there was tweed was really big back then. So people were wearing like hunting jackets and stuff. And I was just over here wearing like weird mom fashion. Wait, people wearing hunt no no no. People who wear hunting jackets are just posh twats. Normal people don't wear them, surely. 
I guess you're right. You're right. Makes me shudder. But I think they, I mean, so, well, when I say tweed was a big thing back then, I feel like because the Made in Chelsea era was starting to like come up, people were fascinated by like the posh world and they were kind of emulating that. So there was a lot of like, I remember there being lots of like knockoff stuff, like new look or whatever. Uh, Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever... Oh, actually, I had this, like, housemate when I first moved to London, and she oh, she was very much like... You know people who just think they're posh and want to appear mm. posh? She was one of those. So she had the whole, like, head-to-toe attire. And as a joke, we were like... She was like, oh, my God, we should swap clothes. It'd be hilarious. Um, and we did, and I just looked like I was going riding. I was like, you would not mm. wear this to the shops. You would not wear this to the pub. Because it was like legit, like riding boots, jodhpurs, fucking yeah. tweed jacket. She was like, yeah, I would. Yeah, I totally would. Uh, you know, string of pearls. I was like, oh, good, good. <laughs> we are very different people. Um, I'm sure there's a photo still. That's too good. Floating around somewhere. I'll have to, I'll have to find it. Yeah. I think I dressed up as a as a Sloan. So, so do you know what a Sloan is? Is that to do with like Sloan Square? Yes. So I didn't understand this at the time, but when I was at uni, we had a um, like a it was like a, a fancy dress uh, thing, but the theme was like tube stops in London. And my right. friend, who, yeah, my friend went to like a posh boarding school, and she's like, "Oh my god, you should totally dress as a Sloan." And I was like, the fuck is a Sloan? She was like, you know, like, you know, the girls with like the pearls and like the big hair and like, the, yeah. you know, posh, posh girls. Someone from like, Chelsea. Horse, yeah. Yeah. Like horse riding girls. I was like, oh yeah, oh, that'd be hilarious. So I did that, dressed up as one of those. I've never had so many compliments in my life. Everyone was like, you look no. great. Yeah. It really hurt. Oh, like, that sucks. Oh, that hurts. What? That oh, I would murder I someone. We should probably point out that you went to Oxford, so you're being surrounded by these types of people. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Hopefully yeah. you wouldn't have had that reaction, why. you know, out out somewhere else with the normal people, the JC oh, Penny God, people. <laughs> I don't know what JC Penny is, but I'm presuming it's you're, like what? You're going to have to Google it. I don't even know if they still exist, but they were like a department store for old people. Oh, Okay. I'm being offensive. I'm pretty sure it was for normal people, like all ages, but I just associate it with like moms. Ah, like Marks and Sparks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Okay. Well, do you get a point for that? I don't know if I get a point for that, to be honest. Because we we still don't have the answer. Exactly. And I also think just the fact I was Googling it was a bit lame. So I'm going to give myself a just no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just just now okay right so one nil to me excellent oh, i never win anything well i'm not winning it's not over yet yeah it's not over uh right okay so this one i'm asking it's maybe of the list you sent me not as exciting for other people but i'm genuinely curious and i think that has some merit so uh i was gonna google it myself but then i stopped myself and i was like no i'm gonna ask rachel so menthol filters ban what's up with that oh man so yeah this was news to me so basically uh i i smoke roll-ups and i just love a menthol filter like it tastes nice it's kind of like brushing your teeth ish kind of it's not you still reek of smoke (laughs) but in my mind 
It's right. less offensive and I smell fresh. We I, should probably honest, say like, for the know. Americans that uh, in this country, roll-ups refer to rolling tobacco cigarettes, not, you know, the wacky backy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not smoking weed or pot or anything. It's just, just literally, I'm really cheap and I, you get more cigarettes out of a pouch of tobacco. So anyway, I've been smoking, f- uh, yeah, menthol filters because they, they just taste nice, you know, it's just nice. But anyway, there's a ban on on these now in the UK, so you can't buy them anywhere anymore because the government have basically said that by making them taste nice, it's sort of inciting people, encouraging people Mm. um, to start smoking because it's, um, yeah, it tastes nice. It looks more appealing, like, oh, minty fresh cigarettes. Um, So, so yeah, that 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 was really... Does that apply to menthol cigarettes as well? Or yes. just filters. Yeah, so menthol oh. cigarettes as well. No, filters, menthol cigarettes, they're all off the shelves completely. Um, so I did what any girl does in a moment of crisis. You go on eBay yeah. and you <laughs> find a huge year's supply of menthol filters and you click buy. So nice. I've got lots. I've got lots. So Do you feel, I, I mean, I ignorant question from, from the black market. <laughs> Yeah, maybe this could be your new business. Market. You just like open up your your boot and you sell menthol filters on the download. <laughs> well, I need a car for that. Don't even have, don't right. even have a car. So the metaphorical um, boot. Maybe I'll, just, yeah, maybe I'll just walk around in a big trench coat. Yeah. I think I can afford a trench coat, maybe. Just uh, get my filters out. So maybe ignorant question from someone who doesn't smoke. Um, do filters go off like can you actually store them for that long or what i mean go off not obviously like the way that food does but like is there a danger that they might get moldy or anything over time could you buy like that uh, like you know 10 years worth do you know what that wasn't a worry but it is now <laughs> <laughs> should we google it <laughs> oh no oh god I hope not. I've got a year's supply. I'm sitting on a year's supply i'm here. sure you're fine um, I'm just, i mean i I'm have sure this they're fine they're, they're just like I don't know what they're made of to be fair just yeah I mean I get nervous I I get this fear with tampons like is the tampon going to be moldy (laughs) because you you don't see it unless you have if you have an applicator already you don't see it it just kind of goes in and it could have anything in it if you buy them individually you know not to get too graphic you obviously see the the thing before but like I get nervous man I just don't think it's possible because they're obviously really dry, aren't they? Yeah, but so I mean, I guess I, it apply- oh my god, tampons are like cigarette filters. Yeah, that's what I'm oh. thinking. Yeah, they are. Maybe I could. No, no. I was, I was make like, your I could own. Menthol <laughs> filters out of tampons. Here's another thing: Could you take that. your filter and somehow like soak it in mouthwash and then dry it back out again, or would that ruin the filter? To be honest, I think that's actually a good shout. You know. Or get breath freshener and spray it on real quick right before. Uh, no, because it has to be dry. Right. It's pretty damn dry because otherwise it will just, I don't know, it'll come to rolling the cigarette and it will fall apart. Right. So oh, there's so many factors, Chloe. Honestly, it's a science. It took me months to learn how to roll cigarettes. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> it, months. I was. I used to sit on my balcony. Not balcony. We had like a roof. There was like a, well... I was going to say a rooftop terrace. It it definitely wasn't just a rooftop roof. terrace. Yeah. It was 
it was just a roof with a picnic table on it. Um, Can I just where I interrupt my... and say that I'm really surprised you've said roof instead of rough? Why would you think I'd say rough? Is I don't know because you say tough. Oh yeah, but there's no. <laughs> if there's something you must know about Welsh accents <laughs> and Welsh words, there is absolutely no continuity. <laughs> None at all. So that's a roof. Uh, a, to- a tooth, as you say, is a tooth. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Got oh it. my god, no, I couldn't. Sorry, carry rough. on. That's you weird. were on. You were on the, the roof. I was on their roof terrace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's just a picnic table, anyway, on on the roof. And um, <laughs> I just used to sit there for like, well hours at a time it felt like just practicing rolling instead of being in the library and doing my fucking degree um but you know i can roll i can roll now that's a life skill that is a life skill my friend uh in in the ma- in our master's degree uh was a pianist and she like broke her hand pretty badly falling off a bike which was like horrifying as a pianist uh so I was kind of trying to like yeah. help her do as much as she could to kind of feel like normal again and so I was like the designated cigarette roller but I have no idea how to do it I'm really bad so for like six months mm. she was smoking these really shitty cigarettes and I can only apologize <laughs> oh bless oh that's really good of you for, for helping though because you yeah, think I would have gotten easy, better though you know what I mean like I don't understand why the practice didn't help me out <laughs> thing is right if I put as much determination as I did into learning how to roll cigarettes, if I put that same amount of determination into anything, I, I just imagine where I'd be in yeah. life. I could be, yeah, I could have started a business by now. Could have started, I don't know, anything. Because I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I, that I was very, very persistent. <laughs> but never mind. I can roll cigarettes Fair. anyway, so that's good. Right. Well, I'm going to give you a point for that because that's yeah oh geez. yeah makes sense makes sense to me thanks okay cool so two nil right so your next google that i i, I was just like because i know i know you know obviously I've, I've had a few little snippets into your life lately but oh dear. survive having a puppy <laughs> what did you expect to find what was the advice <laughs> and how have you applied this advice Right. Okay. So I have a five month old West Highland Terrier named Draco. And, uh, you know, it swings and roundabouts really to use a British phrase with, uh, having a puppy. Some days are really nice and he's cute and sweet. And some days he's an absolute terror and bites me and, uh, destroys things and barks and all those kinds of puppy things. Um, so I think this was a moment of desperation where I was like, I cannot like do this anymore. I'm going to lose my mind. Do I have to give the dog away? Oh, no. oh this is crazy. No. Like, how does one survive having a puppy? And I think I was looking for, uh, oh, well, first of all, I think it was just like one of those desperate, like, Google just like be my therapist uh, yeah. moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was looking for like someone, some kind person's blog to tell me that it was all going to be okay and here's some tips to like keep your sanity and you know do this and the dog will be more behaved or do this and you'll feel better and blah 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 I did not find that every other dog owner was like yeah it's a bit shit uh but then they get older and it's fine (laughs) so I'm in it for the long haul guys when when 
so at what point is the dog older in inverted commas and when it when does it become fine was there any indication of that uh yeah i mean so there's stages right so Uh, he's in his teething and he's now losing his back molars which are the last ones to go so he's even more intense right now because he doesn't really want to eat so he's hungry and he's uncomfortable um so i think once the teething's done that's like the first round of you know just really anxious behavior on his part done then there's this like he's ramping up to six months which is when they become sexually mature and hey. he's gonna start wanting to you know go on, express son. himself express go on, son. <laughs> so he's there. gonna start sending a- aggressive photos to people <laughs> <laughs> oh god no so um so I have that to look forward to. I reckon that's going to be like any teenage boy going through puberty, just not sure what to do with his body and his feelings and his testosterone. Um, so that's that's fun. And then he gets the snip around a year old. Oh, I was going to say, are you definitely doing that? Oh, yeah. Like his balls, not to be again graphic, but like they are growing and they are gross. Yeah. Um, so sorry, Draco, you're going to be losing those, those suckers. Um, (laughs) so, so then basically at a year old, he's both mentally and emotionally a little bit more mature and his body's stopped kind of going through all these changes that, that make life uncomfortable. So that was the first break point where they were like, it's going to start getting better. But they said that it's not really a sure thing until they're like two, maybe four years old that they actually like slow down and become like, ah, chill dog, you know? So I I have no idea how I'm going to survive that long, but you know, he's, he is sweet. So, you know, I'll do my best. Oh, I think they, they, yeah, he will calm down. I think there's always those sweet moments when I mean, I remember getting, I mean, it's different, but I remember having a kitten and you know when they, they have that phase where they're wild mm. and they like chase your ankles and they bite your legs. And I just remember being like, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, but then they mellow and then, you know, they nap on you and then you get all the benefits. So yeah. I think it's worth it. Definitely. Definitely. But, um, and I think to be honest, you got him at a good time because, you know, you're living on your own. It's mm-hmm. lockdown. I think, you know, it's nice to have that little fluffy presence, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly don't know where I'd be right now in the mental uh, landscape if I was just yeah. by myself 24-7 for the last three months. So that would have been pretty intense. Uh, so it's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to have another little furry guy to think about. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a little friend. So yeah. I think... I'd like to give you a point for that, actually, because I think that is, you know, when we need a bit of support and a bit of, you know, community spirit, you know, turning to, turning your attention to other dog owners for help, blah, blah, blah. Google, always. So I think that, yeah. was, that was a legitimate Google. So I'm going to oh, give cheers. you a point for that. Well done. Cheers, so, mate. Right, so two, one, two, one. Uh, I'm aware that statistically I can't beat you now, uh, but I'm still... <laughs> Well, actually, unless I don't give you a point for this, so you got to really, I guess, work for well, this yeah, one. But yeah, it's, it's up to you. It just depends, you know, whether you want to play fair or, or not. So, <laughs> In my head, I was thinking best two out of three, but actually, I guess it could be a draw. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, Rowan Atkinson's daughter, 
please enlighten me because I was first of all not aware he had a daughter secondly it sparked all kinds of questions because apparently he's dating slash married slash maybe it's his baby mama uh to James Acaster's ex-girlfriend and so I have like a lot of investment in this I have a lot of questions oh yeah you love James Acaster yeah um sure I I don't even remember googling that at all um (laughs) those are the best at all um geez all I can say is that I do find myself you know in these little rabbit holes of I don't know just really taking an unhealthy interest in celebrities Mm. personal lives I don't know why I just want to you know I'm like I'm fascinated by family resemblances so I guess maybe that's where I was going with that but I think I don't know like I find myself googling you know heights people's heights people's like marriages you know are they divorced why are they divorced and why were you in rehab and how long were you in rehab did the rehab work you know how was how did that affect your marriage you know just yeah stalking I don't know basically yeah uh well yeah, yeah, I, I don't like that word but <laughs> I'm yeah, not comfortable with that term I'm not comfortable with um, that term but um now I think okay I think my google is very much like a series of people's heights people's wives people's so I guess that was just an extension of that I think I was just sure like, oh he's got a daughter I wonder what she looks like oh they don't look alike cool what now so I've done a quick Google, uh, mm. and her name is Lily Sastry, Lily Sastry, and apparently she's okay. some kind of uh, performer. And oh. uh, the mum looks exactly like the daughter, and I think she does look quite a bit like Rowan Atkinson, to be honest. But oh, I can't yeah. for the That's life of me figure out why that would have come up in your periphery. <laughs> Me? He must have come up. Hell? Yeah, it's very bizarre. I Yeah, I have no idea, actually. I, I'm scrolling back just to see what uh, searches, you know, kind of sandwich that one. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a lot of, pu- there's a lot of puppy searches here. Oh, are you thinking of getting uh, a puppy? Absolutely not. But I like looking at them. Ah, oh, fair enough. Okay. I'm going to look. I can't because, you know, I'm going to Australia. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, um, here's a here's a confession time, everybody. When oh, I was searching for this flat uh, that I – I've never told you this, Rachel. When I was oh, uh, looking for a flat, I had to find one that was pet friendly. And I knew I was going to get a oh. dog. And I hadn't quite decided what dog, but it was going to be a relatively small dog. So I was telling everyone it was like a Shih Tzu or something. Mm-hmm. And – I was trying to justify the fact that I knew I was going to get the dog in March-ish time, but I, mm. in my head didn't have the dog yet. And I also wanted to justify that it wasn't going to be a puppy because I was just straight up lying. <laughs> so I was like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a year old. My friend's got this dog. She's moving to Australia. She's moving like March 8th. I've got to, you know, get the get the dog ahead of time and get him settled in, blah, blah, blah. And everyone looked at me sideways. They were like, why the hell is your friend not bringing this dog to Australia? And I was like, well, you know, it's a really long flight, blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> you know, when she comes back, I might give the dog back. I don't know. I don't know if she's giving it to me forever. And they were like poking all these holes because I was not prepared to tell them what I was doing oh. with this dog. But you've been brought into my web of lies. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what? I am always a target for this. I'm used. <laughs> I am embroiled in so many people's webs of lies. 
Like, honestly, <laughs> all the time. Like, if Ian wants to get out of something, he's like, oh, Rachel's got this <laughs> t- thing that she's really, so I don't think I can make it. And I'm like, oh, oh no, you've exposed you, him, Rachel. Only- you've exposed him. People yeah. will know now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, fucking retribution. Um, no, honestly, all the time. I feel like I'm always using a web of lies. Like, mm. I was used oh, something else. It's always me, always me. It backfired yeah. once, though, because my mate was like, I think she was going to stay at some boy's house, you know, back in the day when we were like, I don't know, 16 maybe. But she, without telling me, she told her mum that she was staying at my house. So her mum called my house and she was like, hey, yeah. is blah, blah, blah there? I was like, that's the classic. No. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh man, you dropped me in it. I was like, no, but the thing is, if I am going to be in your web of lies, if I'm going to be a pillar of your house of lies, <laughs> I need to be in the know. <laughs> yeah, I've got to be briefed right? ahead of time. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's not on me. That is that is you. So, yeah. oh, great. So I'm, I'm a pillar in your house well, of lies. No, well, not really, because... The only reason I used that a friend is moving to Australia as an example is I figured I'd remember that lie because that's a truthism mm. because I do have a friend that's moving to Australia. If I had tried to say my friend is moving into a flat that can't accept dogs or something, I guess that would have been easy. <laughs> I don't know. I just yeah, felt like just I just felt also- like it would be easier to answer quick questions like, oh, when's your friend moving? And I could give like a real answer, you know, like oh, March 17th or something, whatever it was. So, uh, okay. yeah, I can only apologize. Do you know what? I'm seeing you in a new light, Chloe. Um, <laughs> it's new light. You are a liar. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's fine. I understand. I understand. But so... it's all good. You've got your little Draco and happy days. I do. Um, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you a just no on this one, actually, because you couldn't actually tell me yeah. why. <laughs> so st- I know. I think that's completely fair. That is completely <laughs> fair. Cool. So I think it's your final one too. Then. So I've had three. This is your final one. So this next one, I just feel is like it's a classic Google search. It's the one that you do when you're just like. Uh, I just don't know. <laughs> Help me. Uh. And it, but it's fine. We all do it. But it's one that can escalate quickly uh-huh. because it, you know, if there is one thing I've learned about a Google search, the more detail, the more keywords, the more you know, mm. you can find that search. Yeah, this one didn't do that. Really tired. Really hungry. <laughs> like yes. Yes, and your point. <laughs> yes, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure if if Google had a voice, uh, it would have said, yes, I'm listening. <laughs> the first yeah, part, like, for sure. Um, I'm listening. What can I do? <laughs> do you need me to send you food? <laughs> do you need me to send you to have a nap? <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I believe that I was becoming... This is a hypochondriac question. I actually oh, I think... <laughs> yeah, I think I was experiencing exhaustion and... <laughs> saying it now sounds ridiculous, but like exhaustion and hunger. And instead of just analyzing, am I getting enough sleep or <laughs> have I eaten today? Um, I was 
became convinced uh-huh. that I must have some kind of uh, disease or deficiency or syndrome. Uh, for example, diabetes oh, no. or Epstein-Barr or, you know, are these symptoms of something larger? Uh, so instead of Googling like key health words like exhaustion or insatiable, you know, hunger or something, I just got really tired, really hungry, go. Uh, which, you know, obviously wouldn't have probably yielded much. In fact, I'm going to actually Google it now and tell you what the first search is. Really tired, really hungry. Okay. The first result is saying, can you tell the difference between tired and hungry, overtired and stressed when you're tired and have hunger sparking hormones? You can feel hunger pains, blah, blah, blah. So maybe I'm just stressed, you know what I mean? That's actually a pretty good result. I would have been, I think I probably would have been pretty happy with that result and just moved on. <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? Because sometimes if it's just like, I just need to uh, some validation, you know, just just validation. So yeah, but I, what I was going to say as well was, I think really tired, really hungry. Have Have you heard of PMS? Oh, Rachel, you're so smart. Yeah. That's what I know. Do you know why? Because I probably Googled the exact same thing. <laughs> this is this this is the problem. This is the core of the problem, Rachel. Every single month we go through this shit and we forget. And then no. it's literally only when someone else tells you that you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense I know. Now. I've had a week of this now. Really tired. Like, honestly, I could legitimately, I, I could sleep for about 14 hours, I reckon, mm-hmm. easily. Oh, I feel so normalized I pretty, I now. I pretty much did the other night, to be fair. Yeah, there you go. That's all it is. But it's just, yeah, but the really hungry thing as well. I mean, it's like, it's scary. Yeah. Like, my mate, she was like, Rach, I, I, there's something wrong with me. This was when we were, like, really young, like 15, and we didn't really understand, um... You know, the PMS is a real thing. Because I I think even when we were teenagers, there was still this, like, I don't know, just taboo-ness around it all. Didn't really talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, Um, 2013 or something. You know what I mean? That's, like, nothing time ago. No, no, 2003. Sorry. No. (laughs) I don't know how old I am. I was going to say, wait, how late (laughs) were you when you got (laughs) Just join the club, have you? (laughs) I was okay. well into my twenties when I first had my period. Let me tell yeah, you the story. Gonna say, I was like, uh, so you need to get yourself checked. <laughs> Although this would mean that you would probably be fertile until you're about eighty, quite yeah. comfortably. Yeah, or that my birth certificate no, was not. wrong, <laughs> and I was really advanced for my age. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, like fifteen or something. She was like, Rachel, I, th- I think there's something wrong with me. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, well, I got in from school. I got off the bus, got home. And honestly, it was like my body was possessed. And I was just like walking straight to the fridge. Mm. And before I knew it, I was like gnawing on this chicken leg. <laughs> and then I had another chicken leg. And then I had a wing. And I was like, fucking, where, where are you getting all these bits of chicken from? Why are they just in your fridge? Um, but yeah, and she was like, there's something wrong with me. I just couldn't stop myself. And I was like girl I, I don't have the answers because none yeah. of us did at that point but now yeah. pff, pms pms absolutely I become, i'm like a monster yeah oh man it's it it's is. crazy it's... what it does to you doesn't it isn't it and like 
You're so in your head that you think absolutely everything is like for real happening to you. And then if you look back on it, like two weeks later, you're like, actually, I don't think any of those paranoid thoughts I had about what was happening, you know, in interpersonal relationships or at my job or whatever were actually happening. I think I just was in this like fog of everyone's out to get me. Everything's awful. And I don't know what, like, what is the, um, like evolutionary reason for us to think the world is ending when we're on our period that makes no sense to me i don't know either because there's got to be some sort of reason but like that's not going to make me more fertile is it it's not going to make me want to nurture a baby more is it i I just don't understand well the period is like you've lost the baby right because you know you like it's like shedding so and the shedding maybe it's the anticipation this is actually a really interesting point that someone pointed out to me the other day that like mm. when you're having your period you're uh you're at the point in your cycle where like all the testosterone is coming into your body in order to make mm-hmm. the period happen so if you're like aren't taking the birth control pill for whatever you know what i mean like it's like estrogen or progesterone and like uh these female hormones that are preventing the period from happening mm. and then if you aren't taking it, then your cycle is normal and you have like testosterone boosts in. So when you're having your period, you're like at your most like chemically male. And I'm like, whoa. So like, do dudes whoa. feel like this all the time? <laughs> like underlying dread and aggression yeah. and like hunger. <laughs> Maybe. Hunger, just hunger. Just hunger for life. Oh my God. Who I'm knows? Gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to ask it in after this. He'll be like, absolutely not. Are you on your period? Why are you asking me this? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Fucking female. (laughs) Nah. Slander. Ian would never do that. No. Uh, No. no. I think I feel for him because he has to put up with this. He's always like, oh, but you know, you just got to remember you're in your, you told me you're in your little sensitive part of your little lady. how afraid must they be when they say that to us you know what i mean because like it's obviously offensive and no one likes to hear it and it's like culturally known that men are not supposed to say oh yeah totally but they still say it to us so like what is going through their heads when they're like actually no it's 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 important that i remind her because she's about to chuck out all of her clothes because she thinks that she looks fat or Yeah, it's like sometimes it's actually I think, I think it, he's. We need the intervention sometimes for sure. Oh no, absolutely! And I think he's he's clever enough and wise enough and trepidatious enough that he he sort of waits for me. I think because I I, I recognize it. Like I'll be like, I'm sorry, I was moody today, or I'm sorry that I dropped that chocolate and cried, or <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, yeah, whatever it could be. It's just my little PMS week. And he's like, oh. So I think he he knows when I've said it. So if I say it, it's fine that, for him to say it, you know? But if yeah. it was like out of the blue, like, are you on your period? I'd be like, you fucking what? <laughs> I would lose my mind. There's also like a um, certain class of guy that tracks this in their like diaries. And so they actually predict when their girlfriend or their partner is going to be on their period. Period. And I swear to God, those are the, like, yeah. And, like, those are the most dangerous ones because they're the ones that, like, know before you know kind of thing. And then they're, like, kind of, like. You know when you're at your weakest. 
Yeah, it's it's bad. If you've got a if you've got someone that does that, guys, really question whether it's caring or like weird. <laughs> oh no. Do you know what, actually, I I just, some weird fact came in, or I don't know if it's a fact, because it came from um, a bloke that I used to know, but he was like, oh, my mum told me that, like, women are, like, something, something ridiculous, like, 89% more likely to cheat on their partners when they're PMSing, and I was like, no, 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 you can't go around repeating shit like that, because it's, it's criminalizing us even more than we already are, you asshole. Like, yeah. what about the fact that you are a dick? You know, I yeah, I had no comeback. I didn't have one. You know, but, yes, there is some That's kind dangerous. of there. There is some kind of anthropo- anthropological research. Not that he's right and he is a dick, but like that does say that women are more <laughs> likely to cheat when fertilization has not been successful with a partner not meaning like in modern day society but meaning like going way 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 back to like when we were cave people because the impetus is i need to have i need to reproduce and so if your partner is like consistently not like you're not reproducing with that person then you presume that they are infertile so then you have another partner whereas the male is more like it's in their best interest to like try to keep getting this one woman pregnant because it's like easier to have that one-to-one attempt than like one-offs with a bunch of people because you know there's only a small window where you're actually fertile so like you just have to keep trying basically if you're a dude so that that study whether it's right or wrong might have been prompting him Mm -hmm. Uh, because yeah this was news to me i reckon i'm quite ashamed to say this probably only a few years ago when i downloaded some sort of app to log everything I was like, oh shit, yeah, there's like a window where we can get pregnant and that's yeah. it. Because when I was, you know, like a teenager or whatever, it was like, you can get pregnant at any minute, you know, if yeah. you see semen, you could probably get pregnant. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you smell it, definitely, you know, just all this stuff. And it's like this, this fear that at any moment you could get pregnant, but actually in reality, it's a tiny little window. It blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you should rely on that solely as your like sure thing contraceptive. Because I can't speak contraceptive, but it's yeah, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and it's even like it's like the window is so small that it's really like an hour or something insane. Like if you were to ask yeah, someone that's trying to get right pregnant, now. they're like, you know, so focused on this, like we gotta go have sex now <laughs> kind of thing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like down to your your temperature you can take your temperature and tell whether you're ovulating and like obviously because you know the window is larger if you don't know exactly when the ovulation period's happening because like semen can live Mm. in your womb for like three days if they're really strong so in that regard like it can happen anytime i'm not giving sexual reproduction advice but you know it is actually kind of wild to me that it's like such a small window and then it's such a huge freaking event that our body goes through during the whole month to like deal with it Oh, I'm going to like make this nice, like comfortable environment for you. Oh, no baby happened. Blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I read this um, analogy and it was the best analogy. It was like a little cartoon. It had lots of like, you know, yeah, it was, it was great. It was like, so a period is like, basically you hear about this amazing like guest that's coming from out of town. So you've got to make, you know, 
The little yeah. house looked nice with all the nice cushions and the nice, you know, blankets and set them up a nice little bed and blah, blah, blah. But then the guest cancels on you last minute and you're fucking furious. So you rip the cushions and throw <laughs> the cushions and fucking gah. And that is your period. And I just thought that was an amazing analogy. So every yeah. every month our uterus is basically annoyed because someone's bailed. Yeah, that is so true. I think that makes a lot of sense as to why we also think the world is shit because like it's shitty when someone cancels on you, right? So, you know, oh, totally. you get paranoid that people are out to get you, you get angry, you get upset when small things go wrong because, you know, you've just been led into this secret, which is people are unreliable. That makes so much sense yeah. now. I think we've solved it. <laughs> I know. I think we've solved it. So back to the game. I'm going to give yeah. you a point for that because although oh, you're nice Google... One. It doesn't, you know, the, the metrics of your Google search are all wrong. There, yeah. There's no metric, in fact. It's just words. <laughs> um, but I think we managed to solve it ourselves. And for that reason, I'm going to give yeah. you a point. Which means... Oh, cheers. We are at a, we're at a draw, my love. Two, two. Oh, man. What a result. I know. I'm happy with that. For episode one, I'm very happy with that. Yeah. I'm also quite happy that we managed to immediately talk about periods so that any... Uh, oh, yeah non-period having person listening to this podcast is immediately grossed out yeah cool. exactly i reckon yeah yeah I, <laughs> give me any any chance i'll talk about my period or my pms <laughs> yeah. or, to be I, honest like you guys joke. are not our audience so goodbye <laughs> yeah exactly there it's like a joke in, in my friendship group it's like i'm always like oh i'm pmsing and they're like what the fuck again I'm like, yeah, yeah, every, it's, it's every month. They're like, yeah, but I swear it was like last week. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just like, get it extra bad and you need to hear about it every time yeah. it happens. Yeah. I mean, so, to be honest, yeah. first of all, I mean, it's like 28 days is the cycle, right? So that's already shorter than a month. And then there's like at least two weeks in which you're dealing with it. So it's really, yeah, exactly. on, it happens like every two weeks. That's that's pretty yeah. constant. Yeah. So if it's constantly happening, I'm going to be constantly talking about it. Like get over it. Exactly, because I think the way it works is like you spend a week anticipating it. PMS yeah. feel like shit. Why am I hungry? Why am I tired? Yeah. Then it happens, which is rubbish because you feel gross. And then I don't know, you feel a bit jaded for a week, so you have to recover. Yeah. So all in all, you probably have about a week where you're completely one normal, good week, completely happy. Yeah, yeah. that's so. twelve good weeks a year. Everything else is shit. Exactly. Yeah. There you go, men. Have that. Have that. Deal yeah. with it. That's why. That's why I am not coming into work ever again. Actually, I don't have a job, so that doesn't apply. Ugh. Well, you do now because you're going to become a stick and poke tattooist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a podcaster. And I'll probably yeah. start my novel later today as well. So yeah. Fair, you know fair, fair. Yeah. Send me the first chapter. I will. <laughs> right. Sweet. Well, well, that wraps it up. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Chloe. I'll speak with you next week. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.